One month ago, we open to Horizon High's library. It is after hours, and daylight has all but completely disappeared from the library's windows. For a few panels, we are treated to a quiet tour and see that although there are plenty computer stations and kiosks, physical books still exist and line various shelves. In fact, our panels focus on the shadowy outline of a yet unknown figure thumbing through one such book before a speech bubble enters from an unknown source. Thank you for taking me seriously, Spencer Fitzgerald, a.k.a. Spence, a.k.a. Splice. Can I call you Splice? It sounds so very official, devious even. Your entry in the memoranda persona suggests you're into that sort of thing. Splice closes the book and places it back on the shelf. His expression is tired. Remembrance Day is drawing close, after all. How long did you spend practicing that monologue? Silence! Splice rolls his eyes and begins meandering the library in search of the source of the voice. I bet you are wondering why I called you here this evening. Well, you seem to know a lot about me. That note you left wasn't exactly subtle. A little pretentious, actually. Stopping his search, Splice listens to one of the computer kiosks, and sure enough, Felix's speech bubble emanates from it. Pretentious. Splice, you wound me. After all, I'm not the one concocting a villainous plot. I'm not the one who thinks my end goals warrant having Todd Tabor, a.k.a. Todd... A actually, he doesn't have an AKA. But anyways, my end goals don't warrant manipulating Todd Tabor into breaking into Google Biotech to steal an experimental serum. But Splice, here we are. And since we're here, I think you can help me with a little... pet project. In exchange for my silence on your villainous deeds. That's a long-winded way of saying you want me to give you powers. But you know what? This whole thing's pretty fitting. I'm not even surprised. Do you want to team up? Fine. Help me take on City Hall, and I'll give you whatever animal feature you want. Oh, Splice. I don't want one feature. What I want is to transcend. Earlier this evening, we turn the page to find the disheveled room of Felix DeCastro. What had once been a bedroom of cleanliness, simplicity, and order is now a mess of torn paper, shredded bedding, and a cracked computer screen. Felix sits at the computer desk, but he appears much different than when we last saw him during his encounter with Sky Valor. His beak is jagged, his head is bulbous, eyes wide and round, his body is covered in messy feathers, and his arms are now full wings. On the desk in front of him rests his smartwatch. The screen glows neon blue and he hunches over it. The tip of his beak is but an inch or two from the watch. It takes five panels for him to say the words, Need splice can't alone. One panel. Knocking from his bedroom door, his mother calls out from the other side. Felix, are you okay? I've brought you some soup and more Megaflu medicine. One panel. 
Felix's head twitches towards the door. One panel, Felix does not move. Nothing is said. Felix's beak opens. Nothing changes. Felix's beak closes. His mother says, Maybe you're sleeping. I'll just send you a text and leave this food here for when you wake up. Footsteps. One panel. Felix turns his attention back to his computer desk. One panel. Scraw. One panel. Scraw. One scraw. Scraw. Same time you said done. done, done okay, done, 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 cool, done, perfectly done, in sync done, done, then. Nerds, <laughs> <laughs> <It's> great. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> We're here for a uh, very special side scene to um, go beat up a nerd, I guess. Just uh, to make sure we're all on the same page. You're gonna fucking throat punch this nerd for sure. <laughs> Ideally not. No, I think it's going to happen. I, I feel it. Feel it in my bones. <laughs> Throat punch is incoming. Hello, Internet, and welcome to a critically accursed podcast where the plot's made up and the roles don't matter. I'm your host, Mr. Critically Accursed, and joining me today is... Uh, uh, no one. No one's joining me today. I'm all alone story of my life anyways i'm doing this intro in post because it's easier this time we didn't do one when we were recording live and hot so uh yeah i'm just popping in real fast to say hey you wherever you are right now whatever you're doing thanks for listening it's very much appreciated i hope we like talk and hang out and if we don't you should take steps to correct that <laughs> uh, either way, enjoy the upcoming issue. And uh, I mean, this is the last one before our big story arc of volume two. So strap in. I'll catch you at the end of the issue. I believe Scott, you told Sky Valor that William Wendell has the has Mr. Miracle's ring, and she was suiting up to go get it from him because that's what the trifecta told her to keep her eye open for through the city. And Scott, you just want to help your friends, not try to be a superhero or ruin his life. One of the two. I wanted people in a position of authority to weigh in more than anything. I don't want my friend to be in danger. That doesn't necessarily mean he has to lose the ring. It just means, like, we, we need an adult. <laughs> I see. So you turn to Sky Valor. Nice. The adultiest kid there is. <laughs> the only one of us with superhero connections. Yes. The only one uh, of us with an yes. alcohol problem. Beyond her years. Well, it's budding. It's getting there. It's that full-fledged problem yet. <laughs> Not yet. But it will be. It's a personality quirk at this point. <laughs> What I would like to do is I'm just going to kind of set the scene at William's house, and then you guys can kind of just, like, 
fill it in from there where how you guys are approaching where you're coming from the um one thing i do want to clarify before that danielle you were trying to get both your dad and your grandfather in on this yes all of the valors for extra intimidation (laughs) okay one thing that i do want to mention because i was just thinking of this i think one of your last interactions with your grandfather was telling him that you were going to be a your own hero right yeah so something to maybe consider is uh, what it means to try to handle this yourself in terms of being the hero that people seem to expect you to be. Mm, yeah, that makes sense. So I'm not saying like, don't ask your dad and grandfather to come. But I did want to put in your head as a player this idea because I'm interested to at least hear a little bit about what you think Sky Valor, Madison Myers mental state is about that uh maybe backup i'm gonna try and talk to him but like if i need other heroes i guess i don't know and uh if memory serves uh the reason seth is here is because you guys are gonna go together he was going to be kind of your uh wingman for this he was at least gonna be on site yeah he wasn't gonna talk to him i don't think i was gonna be backup backup okay well i guess i could go alone then i was also hoping that she would bring um what's her name Lexi? Andromeda? Yes, thank you. Oh, Andromeda. Lexi? Lexi? (laughs) (laughs) What? I was really hoping you'd bring your normie best friend to go take the superpower ring from William Wendell. I didn't know of anybody else. I don't know what drugs you're on, but I want them. (laughs) (laughs) There's no drugs. No drugs can do this. (laughs) (laughs) You little faith. It's evening in Horizon City, and we find ourselves at a familiar suburban streets. The simple house of one William Wendell. All the windows are lit up. People inside are clearly still awake. It's still early evening, but the sun has more or less fully set by this point. Where do you picture you guys coming in? I would certainly appreciate a uh, like a meetup outside this house with whoever... Maddie is bringing with her. I might just go alone because Scott's my backup. So I guess I got this. Works for me. It's just one nerd with a superpower ring. <laughs> what could go wrong? Uh oh. Our first few panels, yeah, our first few panels just establish the Wendell residence. And then we pull back from that, go down the street a little bit, maybe to a street corner or something like that, where um, we see our two heroes of the scene. <laughs> Paint me the panel we're looking at with the two of you in it, or with one of you approaching the other. And I would imagine that uh, Scott was there first. Doesn't live too far away. This is kind of his idea. Probably just waiting side of the street, maybe even just around the corner from uh, William's house. Yeah, and since Maddie had to go home and change and stuff, and she shouted to her parents where she was going and stuff, because at first it was like, oh, I need your help. But I I figure she wants to be her own person, so she'll figure it out on her own. <laughs> so she uh, gets changed and she flies back over to meet Scott down the street. Yeah, so to set the scene, Scott's there fully, you know, covered head to toe in his usual baggy accoutrement. I imagine the sun is setting, you know, get those nice reds and oranges hitting the panel. 
street corner of suburbia, and down from the heavens would drift. That's your cue, Danielle. Sky Valor of the Valor family legacy. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Okay. Not bad. (laughs) I tried. But how are you looking? What's your face look like? What are you you feeling? What do we see play across your visage? How do you land? Oh, that too. Confidently. She is determined. And and it's like the panel where like the eyes are narrow and it's just showing the eyes and it's like let's get that ring. <laughs> it's like a thought bubble, <laughs> it's like a really small thought bubble with the eyes narrow. Hey, Maddie. Oh, hi, Scott. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so like she didn't see him there. Him. <laughs> She was too busy being determined and confident. Um, so, uh, couldn't help but notice you're alone. Yeah, but I'm not alone, because I have you. Right, but, I'm, yeah, it's it's probably fine. He looks up to you, you know, he's a, he's a fan. Um, so, uh, before we go in there, uh, just, just, um, uh, give me a, g- give me a plan. Give me your play-by-play. I, I'm kind of curious how you're going to handle this. Uh, okay, so... Everyone's there, right? What do you mean, everyone? Like, like his family. Uh, I don't know that. Well, that would change the plan. Well, we didn't call them to say, hey, we're going to have an intervention for your son who suddenly has superpowers, because that'd be weird. So let's let, let's say you two are alone. How about that? Oh, okay. Um, Bust through the door no, and no, say, hey. No, uh, no, no. Okay, back, back that up. Back that up. This is friendly. Friendly. Oh, Oh, right. I knock and then I bust through the door and say, okay, hey. no, busting, busting, probably bad, probably bad. Let's let's back that off. Let's let's be friendly. Oh, Friends. Okay. Um, he looks up to you. You're a all right, role I knock. model. Good. And the door uh, opens. Yes, he opens the door <laughs> and yes. I say, um, can I come in? Oh, good. Good. All right. Cool. All right. Keep going. Keep going. I like this. And then uh, I say, uh, <laughs> um, care, care to sit down? Uh, that, that's super polite. Awesome. You're doing great. Listen, I need to talk to you real quick. Okay, you don't actually important. need to, like, like play it out with me. I'm just kind of wondering, like, what you're going to... Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm just going to kind of talk to him then, since uh, y- you don't agree with the busting the door in kind of thing. So uh, I guess I'll just, uh, you know, say, hey, uh, you know, having powers is uh, dangerous and, um, you know... It'd be really cool if uh, you gave me that ring, because it's really important, and you'd be helping out and doing something really cool. Okay, but, like, what if what if he doesn't want to give you the ring? What if he wants to be a superhero? Uh, uh then that is, is, uh, like, getting less polite still on the table, or? I mean, yeah, but, like, okay, you're alone, which is, again, weird, but that that's fine. Okay, um, but Then I if... yell for you. What if you just, like, offered to get him training through Andromeda or your dad or your but grandpa? That's dangerous. Yeah, but, yeah, but it will be much less dangerous if he's trained. I don't follow. Okay, so, like, <laughs> right, right now, my, my, um, God, okay, my, my, my friend, William. Mm-hmm. Uh, has superpowers. <laughs> he doesn't know how they work. 
and he's um, got some ideas about what being a superhero is, right? Yeah, most people do. And that's that's dangerous. Those things that I said. Yes, yes. Right. And the ring. So, the ring's dangerous. No, the superpowers are dangerous. Right. Yes, that's... Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, right. Because he's a kid. Yeah. Right. Okay, so we want William to be safe, right? Yeah. Okay, so either he gives up the superpowers so he can live a normal life and be safe. Yeah, he gives up the ring. Or... We bring him, or well, not we, you, you, sorry, I'm not hijacking. This is this is still your thing. Um, uh-huh. You bring him to Andromeda or someone like that. Oh, so she can take the ring. I got you. Or train him because she's an adult and experienced superhero and knows what's best. And we do not. But she wants the ring. Okay, yes, but maybe she just wants the bearer of the ring. Maybe the ring is bound to him. Maybe there's like a whole thing. We don't know. Okay, cool. So if I can't get the ring, I'll bring the entire him and the ring combination to Andromeda, and then she can figure out what to do with him. That's awesome. I like that plan. Just please don't, like, physically, like, pick him up and bring him against his will. I can't have you two having a superhero fight in my neighborhood. Like, I don't think I can stop you, but I have to try. You know, it's like a whole thing. All right. So if he disagrees with me, when I try to talk to him, I'm just going to yell for you, and then uh, you can mediate or whatever. Oh, kind of hoping to stay out of it, but... But but you're my backup. I know. Okay, look, I'll be right outside, okay? Uh, if fighting happens, like, if he tries to fight me for it, then uh, I'm just gonna yell for you. That That's good. Don't don't fight back. Don't, don't hurt my bud. I don't want to hurt him, but if he hurts me, then I either have to do that or run away. Yeah, have you never taken a self-defense course? Ever? I just kind of, like, fight. And no. if that doesn't work out, then... Wait, I, I... Maddie... You're from a superhero family. Have you not been taught any self-defense? I mean, I'm sure I could just, like, stand there and take it, but, like, what's the good in that? Maddie! I'm invincible. What do you want? (laughs) You're not invincible. I've seen you bleed. I could just stand there and take it, so that's my self-defense. Maddie! Then I just have to stand there for all of eternity until he gets tired. Oh my god, this planet is doomed. (laughs) Okay, look, look, just real quick. When I was 12... I was getting picked on a lot, right? Yeah. And so my parents were like, hey, karate. And I was like, okay, um, because, you know, karate's cool. But one of the first things they teach you is avoid the fight. It is better to run than to fight. But where's the honor in that? What? When did honor get here? <laughs> Who the fuck invited honor? Well, if I run, then I'm going to look like a coward and everybody's going to think that I'm a coward and I can't yeah, handle myself. Everyone, who are you talking about? Andromeda, um, probably binary. How are um, they going to find out? Who's going to tell them? Why, oh, why does it matter? Know. You're in high school. But like, they find out a lot of things. <sighs> it's okay. It's okay. The plan's here. I'm going to talk to him. And if he doesn't want to talk, if he starts fighting me, I'll take the attacks until uh, I call for you and um, or run away. And if he listens, then great. Okay. Okay, you know what? I don't know. You're you're probably right. I am not the superhero. You are the superhero. You know what you're doing. Let's just, um, let's go knock on a door. Okay, cool. Let's just hope that the first way works first. You got this. Finger guns. <laughs> and then Scott just, like, gives me a thumbs up from the corner or something. <laughs> oh, it's that, it's that thing from How to Train Your Dragon 2. Yeah. <laughs> or three? I don't know where the meme's from. I'll level with you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that meme. I know, I know what you mean. 
So I am all decked out, like full hero stuff, and I just go, <clears throat> knock, 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 knock. Sure. So uh, just to remind myself, yourself, Seth, and the audience, uh, Sky Valor is currently feeling both hopeless and insecure. Is that correct? Yes, hopeless <laughs> and insecure. <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> Great. It's one of those things where uh, where what she's really feeling inside is not what she's trying to convey. Right, right. And uh, also another clarification, to clear hopeless, fling yourself into easy relief if you want to do this on your own, or to clear insecure, take foolhardy action without talking to your team. Just saying, you know, just mentioning that oh, no. in case that's a thing oh, that you might Ooh, want to consider. To he opens the door that and she just punches brilliant. him. Thank you, GM. <laughs> or LOL. <laughs> That's great. My newfound title. Uh, So when Frog listens to this three months from now, he'll be like, oh, man, that thing I said three months ago finally caught on. That's how he sounds, by the way. That's my impression of our good friend Frog. Yeah. So you knock. Some time thereafter, you hear like a uh, chain latch get undone. Another latch flick. Another latch flick. Something like click, 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 tick. Um, a, like, large metal sliding sound, and then the door opens. <laughs> and standing in front of you is this uh, middle-aged woman with a bandana, like, on her head, wearing, like, an apron. I don't know if Sky Valor has met William Wendell, but to paint a picture for the readers of this comic book, this woman, most likely his mother, but she looks exactly like him. Except she's like a mid forties woman, <laughs> but otherwise it's just him. <laughs> and she uh, looks at you, uh, costume and all, and um, she blinks a couple of times and says, um, "Actually, she just looks like really confused <laughs> that you're at her door." Uh, hi. Uh, are you Mrs. Wendell? Yeah. Who? Who? Why? <laughs> you're Sky Fowler, right? Yeah, yeah, Sky Valor and all that. Um, I'm looking for William. <laughs> oh, well, come in, come in. And she just, like, takes a step back and just, like, gestures for you to come in. I, uh, come in, I take off my shoes, all that stuff. <laughs> so polite, so polite. William! <laughs> we have company! <laughs> she yells upstairs. <laughs> and she turns back to you and she's like, oh, go, you can have a seat in the, uh, in the living room. Uh, don't, don't mind William's dad. He's just asleep on the recliner as always. But here, how does a uh, fresh glass of milk and some cookies sound? Uh, sounds wonderful, Mrs. Wendell. Thank you. (laughs) And she just like (laughs) brings you to the living room. It's a very nice middle class living room. There's a comfy like leather couch and there's, um, a mid middle aged man who (laughs) looks exactly like an older William Wendell (laughs) (laughs) asleep on a recliner. Uh, there's like future football on the tv uh, projected in a place where the tv would be moments later after you take a seat she comes back with a tall glass of milk and a uh tray of cookies there are always cookies at william's house so she sets the uh, tray of cookies down on like a coffee table in front of the couch and hands you the glass of milk and she um looks around a little bit and she just says william company get down here and say hello and from upstairs, you hear, I'm busy, Mom. Say hi for me. I, like, quietly dunk my, my cookie in my milk, and I'm just waiting. 
Yeah, she uh, she watches you. It seems like she's studying your reaction to the cookies. They're delicious. She smiles and um, like looks back to the stairs and she calls for William one more time before just like holding up her hand and like excusing herself from the room as she goes upstairs. And you sit there for a moment. You hear some murmured voices. I was like, is this, some awkward movements. Is his dad snoring? His dad is snoring. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> and then uh, more uh, coherent from upstairs, you, you hear, Sky Valor? Why? Why? Why didn't you say so? And then um, rapid footsteps <laughs> rushing downstairs as uh, appears in the uh, the doorway to the living room. One William Wendell wearing <laughs> onesie pajamas. Isn't it like seven o'clock? <laughs> he likes to get comfortable. Like, you don't put on pajama pants the moment you get home. It just so happens this is a one piece. Whatever. It's like circus pajamas. It's like elephants and shit all over it. But yeah, he just like looks at you and stares and he's like breathing heavily. He's either winded or just really, really, really excited. Hello, William Wendell. <laughs> uh, she stands up. <laughs> she dusts the cookie um, remnants off of her clothes because cookie crumbs. Right, of course. And she uh, like just stands up and looks at him. Why? I I always hoped this day would come. <laughs> I always hoped this day would come. I mean, what are you doing? How can I help you? Um, I have something important I need to talk to you about. Uh, Perhaps somewhere okay. where your dad isn't snoring in the background. <laughs> we can go up to my room. <laughs> I have something important I need to talk to you about. Somewhere private. William. His face gets red. He starts sweating a lot. <laughs> Maybe just a hallway somewhere. <laughs> I, I I set out back. I mean, I totally set out back, right? I didn't say my room. That'd be ridiculous and too much like my dreams. I mean, yeah, we can go out back. I, there's a table back there that we could sit at. A somewhat destroyed table. Sounds great. <laughs> sure. He yells upstairs and tells his mom that he's going outside, and she tells him to have fun playing with his little friend. <laughs> playing superheroes. <laughs> yeah, great. And uh, the two of you head out back. He puts on boots over his onesie pajamas. Over the footy part of his onesie pajamas. Well, and then he takes some cookies from the tray out with him. Yeah, of course they're footy. <laughs> this <sighs> poor kid. Um, yeah, but you guys are outside. Nerd. As you leave the house and we shift between some panels, Seth, he, he, Seraph's hanging out outside. If he is watching the house or gets any sense that they're heading to the back, is he going to like lurk in the background of any of the panels with them hanging out? I kind of imagined them as having a, a fenced-in backyard. So... I could absolutely see him, like, lurking in the neighbor's backyard right next to the fence, like, peeking through. <laughs> there could absolutely be a scene where they're out there and you see, like, his eyeball, like, just right in one of the those little, like, popped-out knots in the fence. That wouldn't look 100%. sketchy at all for the neighbors. They'll live. <laughs> Maybe. Probably. We'll see. William heads out. He's munching on a cookie. He offers you one as you guys head out. Uh, I'll take it. And I'll eat it. Yeah, my uh, my mom makes pretty good cookies, huh? Yeah, these are really good as we're walking. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, munch, munch, munch. What uh, bring brings you 
to my abode. <laughs> Fuck, I hate this kid. Fuck. Are we like in the back yet or uh, still? Yeah, you're walking? in the back. Oh, okay. He's leading you to this um this like outdoor table with uh, kind of like a picnic bench, but there's like a huge dent in the middle of it. So <laughs> it's kind of sitting on the ground, jagged and awkward. There's a slant to it, but he takes you there and he dumps the cookies on top of the table. Uh listen, William, um, it's come to my attention that you uh came into some powers from a ring, and I kind of need it back. Oh, oh boy. He looks around a little bit, starts sweating even more again, <laughs> and he just like starts shoving cookies into his face and mutters, "I, I don't, I don't know what your uh, ring or ring. I don't know any ring powers. I'm just w- William Wendell, every regular ordinary William Wendell. Munch, munch, munch." <laughs> You can you can drop the act. I know you have the ring. <laughs> how, how did you know? I have my sources. I am Sky Valor of the Valor family legacy. Mm. I mean, I guess that makes sense. Uh, I would. Yeah, like, I have the ring. Uh, I, I don't know if I need to, but at this point, I would probably like try and like symbol of authority. Be like, I need that ring for because it's really important. It was Mr. Miracles and that kind of thing. I'll tell you what, I will let you roll, but give me a good, like, dialogue, speech. text bubble. All right. S- little little speech. So does symbol of authority have to be very, like, stern, or can it be just, like, a am talking to you on a leveling with you, and this is for, like, me as Sky Valor and my family and stuff like that? Does it have to be so harsh? The only thing with symbol of authority is you get to, the move triggers whenever you give an NPC an order based on authority they respect listen william i know it sounds cool to have powers but it's not there are a lot of responsibility and it's super dangerous and i need that ring back my family needs to have that ring because it can't be in the hands of somebody that doesn't know how to use it you've pressed upon him that the superhero community particularly the valors need to have this ring back yes. and you're asking him to give it to you you may roll because you're triggering symbol of authority, you may roll 2d6 plus your savior. And before you tell me what you get, Seth, uh, Seraph is looming behind a fence. I'm going to say he can pretty much hear what's going on. Any thought bubbles from him? Probably just a, um, a very simple, oh my god, this is it. This is the future of superheroism. Great. Perfect. What'd you get, Daniel? Eight. You get to uh, pick one from the uh, list for symbol of authority. Do what you say. Or I do. I do. I choose oh. one. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah, he uh, he like slowly munches on the cookies, and it takes him a moment to register exactly what you were trying to say. He'll just uh, nod a little bit and guess it was fun while it lasted. And he just like puts whatever cookie he was partially eating back on the table, gets up, and just like sad walks back to his house. Wait, William. He stops and dramatically turns towards you. There is sacro on his face. You're you're doing us a really big favor. And you know, the hero's in you all along. You can be a hero, just not with that ring. Not right now. He nods, but he's quick to turn away. And he goes inside. And you were left outside for just a little bit, with a whole bunch of cookies thrown all over the table in front of you. And if you're watching the back of the house, you will eventually see a, like a light 
from upstairs, like, flick on. This is upsetting. You'll be waiting for just a little bit. I don't know if, Seth, if you want Seraph to yell anything, to, not yell, but quietly yell anything to her at this point, you can certainly do so. Otherwise, I'll carry on. There's absolutely just, like, the second he goes inside, just a, psst, Sky! Scott. Float up to his window so he doesn't run for it. Oh, yeah, okay. I'll do that. <laughs> sure, yeah. You uh, fly up to his window. You actually, you get up to his window just as he is opening the window. So you kind of get face to face with him just as he opens the window. And he uh, looks at you. And he says, um, with kind of like wide eyes, it, it's gone. It's gone? Dun, dun, dun. It's gone. Like where? He looks down and shrugs and mutters, I don't know. It was in the box. And he, like, moves the window curtain a little bit so that he can, like, point out to this, like, bookshelf where he had moved stuff over. And there's, like, a little box that's open and there's a whole bunch of junk scattered around on the, um, on the bookshelf. Like, he was looking for it. Uh, uh, did you let anybody into your house recently besides me? Did you hear how many locks my mom has on the front door? No one except us comes in or out. That's terrifying. Uh... You're telling me. Uh, do your do your parents know about this ring? Maybe one of them moved it, put it in a different box? If my parents knew I had a superhero ring... Well, it just looks uh, like a regular one, right? I, I mean, yeah, except for the glow. Oh, yeah, that that's a giveaway. Yeah, I, I don't I don't think they would have found it. I, it was just there, like, an hour ago. You didn't drop it anywhere or anything? He backs up and he looks down at the floor and he like lifts up his carpet a little bit and he like looks around. And he just like then looks back at you and shakes his head. Uh we might have a bigger problem then, William. <laughs> I I don't understand. It was right here. No no one comes in or out. Unless somehow somebody didn't go through for the front door. You think I was burgled? If somebody knew you had that ring, then yeah, you could have been. And then that's real dangerous. But could be in the wrong hands. He, like, a look of shock crosses his face. Like, his eyes widen. The only people that know I have the ring, Seraph wouldn't. The heel turn. And he just, like, slowly, his surprise starts shifting into anger. Seraph? I, I mean, do I, do I even know who Seraph is? Has Scott never been referred to as Seraph around you? I don't think so. I've definitely never introduced myself as Seraph. That's amazing. <laughs> so then, yeah. I'm like, do I know who Seraph is? So William will go back up to the window, uh, up to you at the window, and he'll just like hush down and say, so I don't have many friends at, uh, at school, as you can probably tell, but I do, I do have two when they were over the other night and I show, I showed them that I had the ring and we were flying around doing all some cool stuff. And then something happened and I haven't really talked to any of them since, but the only people who knew I had the ring were, uh, my, my friend Seraph, he's a superhero. You, you may know him and, um, uh, Natalie, his friend, oh. like his best friend. Oh, okay. So, so the Seraph, he, does he like wear like baggy clothes? Uh, William nods, and he has, like, a lot of wings and eyeballs. It, it's, he's oh. really, he stands out. Oh, okay, Scott. That's, how, uh, Scott. Okay, cool. Um, might be this Natalie. Maybe it's Natalie. Uh, Why don't you think it's Seraph? I mean, uh, he has... Uh, you stay right there, and then I'll fly down. <laughs> sure. <laughs> okay. <laughs> 
you fly down to what Seraph's hiding yeah. spot. Yeah. Cool. I'm going to say right now you fly down to Sarah's hiding spot in the background of whatever panel follows. We see William looking out his window at you. <laughs> <laughs> Flying over the fence. Yeah. You go right into his neighbor's backyard. Yup. Yeah. Um, um, Sarah? Uh, Scott? Yes, please. Scott. Scott's good. You be Maddie. I be Scott. I... I, I just learned about your other name. Sorry. Um, the ring's gone. Huh. And he said, with all the latches and stuff on the door, the only people that he had over the other day um, were you and Natalie. So, uh, might be Natalie. Yeah, he also fell out of the sky with the ring on. I think he went to the hospital. I, I kind of ran away. Um, like, <laughs> the neighbor definitely saw him. He He's not that subtle. Like the ring? Yeah, sure. Why not? Okay, whoever it is, we gotta find this. Well, are you sure he's telling you the truth? I looked into his room, and it is torn apart. Oh, wow, you looked in the room, and you made a big mess. Wow, that, that's wild. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Do you want to talk rude. to him? It's just, no, I don't want to talk to him. <laughs> well, oh, maybe God. we should okay, all look. have a group meeting. Now that he's involved in this. From where uh, William is at his window, there's just a very small speech bubble just going, Hey, hey, what are you doing? I'll be right back. Okay, great. <laughs> Let me just. Uh, okay, I'm, I'm gonna. Scott, try come something. up here. We're all gonna talk. Oh. Oh, you're gonna fight him? No. <laughs> oh. Uh, we're we're kind of in a weird <laughs> place right now. Yeah, his neighbor's backyard. How weird. No, like he and I in our um uh relationship friendship. It's just. Things been weird, okay? I don't want to talk to him. I wanted you to handle this. Well, I tried, and now it's gone. So, like, well, we gotta find it. Fine. 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 Damn, take a fucking piece of... Walking just, like, around the yard into his backyard. <laughs> With, like, your hands in your pocket grumbling the whole time? Oh, yeah. Hands in the pockets, hood all the way on. Little speech bubble of just, like, a whole bunch of, like, wingdings. That's amazing. Can we... <laughs> Uh, can we then, like, cut to a panel again in the backyard, but the three of you are there, and maybe, uh, Seraph, you, and William Wendell aren't, like, <laughs> facing each other, you're just staring off in different directions, and Sky Valor's in the middle? Yeah, and, uh, Scott will just be like, look, I, I need to get to his room to look around. I thought it'd be funny if I, uh, flew up there and said, like, hey, psst, William, come down here, y you want me to fly you down? <laughs> oh yeah uh he he mutters some or he gets a thought bubble that just says this gets closer and closer to the dream i keep having every second <laughs> but he looks at you straight faced and he just um says i mean that'd be fast faster than going down the stairs so <laughs> all right if i am down then that Heck starts yeah <laughs> yeah cool he moves but like very quietly and, uh, yeah, he's down there just as uh, Seraph comes rounding the corner, crumbling to himself. And then the bit with the two of us just sort of not quite looking yes. at each other. Right, right. And then you said, Look, I I need to go up to his his room so I can look around. William. But I, I, it's not, the ring's not in my room, Sky Valor. It doesn't matter if the ring is in his room, Maddie, um, <laughs> because I can see where it's been. It's a superpower. 
Whoa. Well, I think Sky Valor, that is very convenient that maybe only one person here can see where it's been. So if he's the one to have uh, stolen it, then he can easily cover his tracks. Very suspicious, don't you think, Sky Valor? Wow. He's like, arms are crossed. Maddie, it sounds like somebody's making a lot of baseless accusations. That's weird. <clears throat> How very unheroic. Uh... Audible gasp. <laughs> She's just turning around furiously every time one of them talks. Like, looking at one, looking at the other, like, uh. <laughs> Talking about unheroic, trying to take away someone else's powers so you can be the only one, so you can feel special. Hey, I told her that she should train you, okay? I'm on your side. Uh. William, mm. like, slowly turns around, but he's turning around to Sky Valor, and he says, you you were gonna train me? Uh, well... I mean, if we did that way, you would have to talk to Andromeda. I could talk to Andromeda. But, I mean, I don't know what she's going to say. And we need the ring first. Let's not forget that. Right. The ring's missing. Yeah. Back to that issue. Um, so. He, he goes back to his original standing point. <laughs> facing the way, <laughs> arms crossed. All right. If it's not in the room, though, then the first suspect is Natalie. Because she was there. Okay, just, can I go up to the room and look around? William? A uh, very small speech bubble from William that just says, Seraph can go up to my room and look around. Okay. Cool. I just let myself into his house. <laughs> they never locked the back <laughs> yeah, door. The, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you walk in, you start going upstairs. Yeah. Cool, great. You start going upstairs just as a middle-aged female, William Wendell, comes, starts coming downstairs. She looks at you and screams. She just... <laughs> a high-pitched screaming. You hear a crash from the living room. <laughs> and some grumbling from William's father. Sky Valor from outside. You hear a woman scream inside. <laughs> William starts screaming. And then she, like, gets into, like, fight mode. And then she's like, oh, wait. That's, that's probably nothing. I... <laughs> And then she, like, kind of calms down for a second because it's just her instinct that when she hears fighting, that when she hears screaming, that she has to, like, jump into action. <laughs> She's like, oh, wait, never mind. Right. It's, it's probably nothing. And then she just kind of tries to calm down William. M Mrs. Wendell, Mrs. Wendell, it's just me. It's just me. It's, it's Scott. Sure. Yeah, it, it, it takes her a moment. She, like, backs away and looks at you. Uh, oh, it's the long coat and the hood and just randomly, you know, walking through the house. And from the living room, is something wrong? And no, dear, go back to bed. It's just William's little weird friends. I'm standing right here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she turns back to you and she says, um, is, uh, is William still outside with Sky Valor? Yeah. Yeah. He just forgot something in his room. I was going to pop in and grab it. She, uh, nods and smiles and will like back up to let you pass. Okay. And she says, uh, there's a tray of cookies in the living room. If, uh, Papa Wendell hasn't thrown them or eaten them yet. Thanks, Mrs. Wendell. No problem. Uh, maybe try wearing less intimidating clothing, though, sometimes. Oh, you, you don't want that. <laughs> you walk into the room. Yeah. Hey, you're looking around. I am extending my senses. Uh, let's see. That's, I think that's a. Freaky freak, right? Sure is. Yep, extend your senses. 2d6 plus freak. 
But uh, before you give me the result, tell me what it's uh, the, the setup, the panel that shows us. Like, are you zenning out? Or are you actually just looking around? Yeah. So, you know, the behooded figure uh, will walk into the middle of what I can only imagine is a very trashed, but still identifiably nerdy room. Like, it's William. You know, he's got the anime posters. You know, he's got the little mecha on the shelves. Lord, Lord knows what he's hiding under his pillow. But uh, don't look. Yeah, Scott will pick his way through the room, um, get to like the very middle of it, and then just roll up his sleeves, exposing feathers and eyes. Pull his hood back down, and just hold his arms out and close his you know normal human face eyes, and just take it all in. I'd like to imagine that the panel sort of goes dark, you know, kind of bringing uh going back to like the old aura vision that we've seen him use in the past as the physical things kind of fade away and you just see those auras and souls and colors and with that the uh suspense of the darkened panel is killing me what do we get in the roll let's find out yes oh no that's a uh that's a five congrats hey, you get potential we which is why congrats <laughs> and the panel following the one that's all black is just Scott standing in the room with his arms stretched out. So does this feel like a, oh no, I can't get my angel vision working? Or is this more of like a, don't see anything? Nothing here. You know, roll the sleeves back up. Just, uh, fucking hour ago, my ass. Stop back outside. Stop when he's right at the back door. Turn around. Go back to the kitchen. Grab a cookie. <laughs> then leave as you're as you're walking out of the kitchen uh follow up like uh text uh bubble from off panel just his mom again saying do you do you want a glass of milk too no thanks mrs wendell maybe next time your cookies are the best closed door nice then you come stomping out yeah william just like kind of mutters you scared my mom again didn't you okay Look, if she's going to jump every time she sees a kid in a hoodie, I, I don't I don't know what to tell you, man. Just No, I, I understand that that's kind of her problem. She's seen you enough by this point. You right. Know, I talk about you. Or exactly. I have. Like, yeah, I mean. Just be over it. Uh, At least you're wearing clothes. Right. Like, that could be worse, you know? Anyway, <laughs> um, look, William, when was the last time you saw the ring? Like, really, like, saw it? Held it? I, I put it in the box on the book uh, bookshelf like an hour ago. Are you sure? Because I don't see any trace of it. And, like, this thing leaves a big glittery trail in the sky a mile wide. He shakes his head. Unless, unless something more is happening to me, I guess. I mean, maybe Sky Valor is right. I don't really know what the ring can do. Maybe it's messed with me in other ways, other than just dropping me from the sky. Okay, well, let's let's think about this. Literally an hour ago, right? That, like, that you're not being figurative? Okay. Okay, cool. So, um, where have you been for the last hour? My room. Where the ring was. He nods. Okay, so no one snuck in and took it. Unless he blacked out. I don't think I blacked out. Would you know if you blacked out? Oh my god. Okay, pr I think productive. So. Productive. Let's keep it productive. So, like, three options, right? Option one, it's a magic ring. It decided you weren't playing with it enough and it flew away from you. Or something like that. You 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 get the gist. Yeah, he uh when you say that, he kinda looks between you and Sky Valor a little bit. And um then he looks down and he uh says, Well, the ring does have a mind of its own. Uh or or the ring's hiding from us. 
you know, mind of its own. Maybe that's an option. Maybe it really likes you. Um, option two, there's some invisible teleporting person who stole it without you noticing. Because that's that is not their Natalie, right? Superpower. No, I don't think I don't think Natalie has superpowers. Option three, you're lying. Option four, you're lying. Okay, no, I'm not. I'm not making accusations. I'm just. It, you got to admit, it's. You know. Yeah, right. I'm not accusing either. Oh my god, William, it's not the time. Okay, so, okay, how about this? How about this, Maddie? Scott. We don't want the rain. We don't. Go with me here, Maddie. We don't want the <laughs> ring. We want William to keep the ring. She looks around. Scott, we don't want the ring? Come on, take a little bit of conviction here. Come on, you can do it. She just whispers. Is this like some sort of like thing we're doing? It, it's not real, right? It, it, it's reverse psychology for the fucking ring, Maddie. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. We don't want the ring. Wink. Right, because we want William <laughs> to keep the ring. Right, right, right. We need William to keep the ring right now. Exactly. And we we just want him to get some training, but that means he needs to go inside and get the ring and put it on and come back out here so that he can go use the ring and fight crime and be a superhero. Yeah, that. Yeah. So, William, why don't you go back upstairs and get the ring? Yeah. The ring. Because there's no threat to the ring being taken from you. It gets to stay with you if it wants to. If it wants to, yeah. That. Wink. <laughs> William winks back, but only at you, Sky Valor. <laughs> because Scott didn't wink. <laughs> and he says, okay, I'm going to go get the ring because I'm going to be a superhero. He goes inside. Uh, Seth. Do you want to roll me to provoke the ring, <laughs> since you're the mastermind here? Okay, what do I... 2d6 plus superior. Oh, okay. Here we go. Uh, well, ah, this is going to be a high potential session. Um, that's a five. Yeah, kudos. You get more potential. Uh, William comes out a short time later uh, with another cookie and a glass of milk. And he uh, walks over, polishes off the cookie before he reaches you guys and shakes his head. No ring. I think Natalie took it. Natalie She's the only didn't. other one that knows. Okay, but you were with it the entire time. She literally couldn't have taken it because she doesn't have superpowers. Unless she does. She might. Oh my god. William! No! What's so crazy about it? Look at the world we live in. Yeah, I've Girl. seen the world we live in. Natalie's my... Net, it's true, I've known Scott. Natalie a long time, okay? I would know if she had superpowers. Yeah, well, what was the last time you talked to her? It, that's not none of your business. See? She could have gotten superpowers. I don't know. Sky Valor seems very suspicious to me. William, like, leans over towards you. <laughs> you know what? You know what? Superpowers are dumb. You guys are dumb. I'm going home. Don't know why I try. <sighs> Scott, don't be lame. We're trying to find the ring. <laughs> <laughs> Did you just... <laughs> Did you just <laughs> excuse you? Oh We're doing superhero things, like you know, do the superhero thing. I'm not a superhero. You got powers. So superpowers. Lots of people have superpowers. It doesn't make them superheroes. Maybe not, but it'd be helpful. Oh, okay, sure. Okay, how about how, how can I help? 
Uh, uh, us figuring out where the ring is. Oh, okay. Yeah, sure. How can I help you with that? Let's go talk to Natalie. Go talk to Natalie. You don't need me there. William goes back inside. Aw, William. I don't even notice. <laughs> Look, you want to be a superhero. You want to go find the ring. Go find the ring. You don't need me along. I was here because I was concerned about Will. I was concerned about Will. That's why I'm here. The well, ring if is it missing. turns up, he might still be in trouble, but we'll have to wait and see then. You're right. We'll have to wait and see. It's getting late. I need to go home for dinner. Okay, bye. Okay. Bye. Okay. Bye. Okay. It's... <laughs> bye. Fuck it. I'm sorry, I can't fly away <laughs> dramatically. Fucking stomp off into the street. She's gonna fly away dramatically and then, like, do that funny face where she's mocking him. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> I'm Sky Valor. I think I know what's best, but I don't know shit. <laughs> They have a really weird relationship, and I'm here for it. Yeah, it's pretty great. Every time you guys come together, you just yell at each other. It's pretty Yeah, awesome. it's like we can be friends um, for a while, and then we just do not get along for a little while, and then, like, we end up being friends again anyway. So once, uh, outside of getting potential, when moves are failed, it also gives me room to either set up moves of my own or to do things. I, I feel like it feels very safe to say that Scott is feeling really angry right now. <laughs> so, <laughs> Frustrated at the very least. Okay, why don't you just go ahead and mark off angry (laughs) on your uh, playbook? I'll do that. How do I get rid of angry again? I think it's breaking something. Fuck, can I do that now? I think that'd be super. Uh, You can't do it in the same scene that you got it. Oh, okay, that makes sense. But as you guys um, go your separate ways, uh, why don't you tell me what the last panel of this section we're looking at, or last panels, what do we play out from here? Can I, uh,. Can I offer something that you are, of course, welcome to reject? Always. Like, around the block, Seraph, you know, grabbing onto, or, yeah, no, Seraph rounding the block, still muttering to himself, uh, face fully in shadow, in the sky, probably a bit of sun reflecting off of Sky Valor's hair as she flies into the distance. And from this particular angle, we could see the rear of the Wendell house, or at least the top upper portion of it, where a familiar glow emanates from William's bedroom. End issue. We're good. That's it. Hello, Internet. Mr. Critically Accursed popping in at the end to say thank you for listening to Horizon Volume 2, Issue Number 10, Ring Around the Wendell. I hope you enjoyed this one. If you did, we have plenty more. If you didn't, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> Honestly, this is this is what you get. So, you know, either learn to like it or find another podcast. There's millions of them. Either way, sit tight. We're cruising right along into our final story arc of Volume 2. Hopefully it will be as memorable, if not more so, than the conclusion to Volume 1. Of course, there's only one way to find out. See you next time. You're a superhero.